today we're here with Nancy Ann. She is an author. Her books are out on Amazon, and we are going to get to learn a little bit more about her uh, inspiration for this series and about this series. Um, so first off, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, hi, I'm Nancy. Um, I originally from New Jersey. I actually just moved this summer to Indiana. Um, I I have always liked telling stories. I've liked, you know, watching TV and you'd like put, make a character and put it into the story. So um, my inspiration came um, kind of a sad story. Um, I miscarried and I wrote, um, kind of started writing how I felt. And then I noticed that a lot of people have missed, had had miscarriages and um, people didn't talk about it. So I wrote, um, about my experiences, thinking that it might, it, it helped heal me, and then I thought maybe it would help other people who are going through it. Uh, that was about 13 years ago, because after I miscarried, I got pregnant with my daughter, Zelda, and um, she's just turned 13. Oh, wow. So my first, I love that name. Yeah, that was my first um, time writing. Uh, I met a group of people online, and they um, did something called role-playing, and um, for them, it was um, you make a post, and you write your character's name, and then you write, like, what they're going to do, what they're going to say, and I just inspiration hit from there, and I started uh, writing more and being more descriptive and then working on plots for my character, like, how does my character develop? Like, if I, I would take, and you would take, like, um, sometimes, most of the time right now, I make my own characters up, but in the beginning, you would take characters that have already been established, and so, then I was like, okay, how can I take them in a different direction? Um, what can I do that hasn't been done with this character? How, you know, if a character is a certain way, how can I get them to act that way? Like, how do I um, start them? And then... How do I develop them over time? So that was my inspiration. And um, I just started um, creating characters. And now when I write and I'm making a new series or a new character, I'll write the character up as if I'm going to role play them first. So they know, um, like, you know, their likes, their dislikes, right. their hair color, their hair length, like their eye color, like different things like that. And I might role play with them for a while to get to know them better and then write them. I love that. That's great. Um, I made a lot of friends that way. Yeah, that's that's an awesome idea. I never thought about it like that to do that. But you really get like a full in-depth, like you really flesh them out that way. Yeah, the character um, in the book series um, is called the Shadow Realm Chronicles. Maeve is the first... Um, character and she was the first it's called original character that i created but in my role play i called her lucy but to me she was too close to dracula's lucy because that's who i based her on at first so as i role played i changed her a lot and she evolved so um i really became her own her yeah so the name changed but um so was there any 
reason for Maeve? Is that just, or was that just? I had a student with that name once, and I love the name. That's how really. <laughs> I had a student with the name years ago, and it was one of my. And there's a name that really stuck with me, and it was um, a name that you don't really hear that often. Yeah, it's very. I mean, now I like, like I've seen other books that use that name, but I was like, man, like I thought I was creative with that name. <laughs> I've only ever seen that name in um, on uh, one TV series in one episode. Yeah, was- yeah, and I um, but it was it was um, a student of mine had that name, and I liked it. And that's one of the things. The hardest things for me is besides marketing, is <laughs> finding names because I want the name to fit the person. Yeah. And sometimes I'll start writing, and the name will be different, and then through by the time the book is done, the name will have changed. It's almost like picking out a name for your kid. It's yeah, like, it is. You just know that you're creating them, so it really is. It is. It is. Um, so I know we had talked a little, and you said that uh, starting the process of writing, it seemed overwhelming. Like, um, So how did you overcome the fear like of like worrying about, can I really make this into a book? Well, um this one, this book, this is the book, this book, um, took a long time. And so did the, my first book birth after miscarriage. That took a long time too. But this one took a long time because I would, um, you know, like this is a lot. Yeah. Breaking it down by chapter isn't really that much. So what I started to do is I started to create an outline of all the things I wanted to have happen in the book. And I didn't, it wasn't really an outline. It was an outline, but it wasn't like chapters. And then they turned into chapters. So then I would take like one chapter at a time. And so then you felt like, okay, I completed a chapter. You felt like, oh, good, I completed something. And I kind of like chiseled away at it, like one chapter at a time. And um, that's kind of how like when finally, like I guess a year into writing it, I was organizing them organizing my outline into chapters and I started highlighting all the ones I've done I'm like oh I can actually finish this <laughs> that's kind of how it was I, I broke it into smaller steps that's a good process to do because it can get overwhelming and you're like that's a lot of my students say that they're like oh my gosh you wrote a book and I'm like yeah but you've written papers right so imagine if you put all your papers together yes and I think a lot of people think like me I'm like has to go chronologically but if you do it like that and you know what's going to happen that would make it yeah um that was one of the challenges with Maeve is that I didn't go chronologically um I wrote it um I was like I felt like writing this chapter today but then when I was um done I had to like um remember like I don't know how old you are but old school like index cards for research papers and I was organizing them like that trying to put everything in the proper order so now I'm a little better with that when I outline it's very detailed so and I write notes you know like in this chapter this person already knows about this so you can mention that but you can't mention it up here so then I could write it right um chapter 20 before chapter 10. That makes a lot of sense. You just opened my eyes. You've blown my mind. (laughs) Um, So you mentioned the miscarriage. And uh, so what is your message to have gone through the same thing or really anyone else who's trying to overcome 
um, maybe a traumatic experience or just anybody in general who has a dream and they're, you know, going through a rough time. And how did you overcome that to chase this dream? Well, I don't know if you ever like, I know that doctors and therapists will say grief, you know, like you get over it at some point, but I don't think you do. No. And they'll tell me, oh, well, because you're so upset about that, you're not over it. It's, um, it's still a healing process, you know, like, and, um, you know, like my mom passed away when I was 11. And for me, like, I still like get choked up and I'm like, oh, she doesn't get to see my daughter, you know? And, um, so for me, I write a lot of poetry and that helps, um, writing itself helped with the miscarriage though it's like you have to know that you're not alone 25 percent of pregnancies end in miscarriage and people don't talk about it and it's it's not your fault like it's um most of the time it's because the chromosomes the chromosomes don't work like when they come together um i don't know the science behind why um or anything like that but um the biggest thing is to know that you're not alone um after i had mine so many people were like oh i had one too and i was like you never said anything right you know you know or like some and then you know like later on after a book someone was like oh i did oh i had one too and i was like like i just think that like a lot of people feel like lonely like they're the only one who's ever gone through this or that they did something wrong, or how they're feeling doesn't matter, because you can't, you can't say what you're feeling is wrong, you know, like, some people, they have a miscarriage, and this is a friend that had one, and they were very into baby stuff, like, they wanted to be around babies, me, I was like, get that, like, I did not want to have anything to do with babies, I didn't want to be around anyone that was pregnant. I was so bitter. I was like, how come you can have your baby and I can't have mine? Like, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? And um, it wasn't wrong for me to feel that way. It was just how I was processing it. And a lot of people would say, oh, why are you feeling that way? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) That's just, I don't know. Um, And a lot of so you're just not wrong with however you're feeling. Somebody out there is probably going through the same thing, probably feeling the same way. And it, like, just, you're not wrong to feel bitter. You're not wrong to be sad. You're not, you're not wrong if you can get over it. Like everyone deals with it differently. Yeah, so however you are dealing with right. it is okay. Um, coping with it is the most important thing. So I turn to writing I read a lot of books about miscarriages. I I kept looking for a reason. I was going through my prenatal vitamins, like, did I not take something? Did something happen that day? And, you know, it took a, a long time, until, basically until I got, until I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And I still wasn't okay until, like, I held her. Right. And um, still now I'm like, you know, I, and I say, I don't know if the baby that passed is a girl or a boy, but um, I name 
I named her Aurora because when I had my third child, we were like, um, if it's a boy, we're going to name him Orion. If it's a girl, we're going to name her Aurora. And then I was like, okay, so if it's a girl, then the baby in heaven's a boy. Because I wanted to give a name. I wanted to like... This was a real person. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's a real person right. who passed away. It's not um, a product of conception, which is what one doctor told me. And I was like, no, my baby right. just died. And they're like, well, isn't the baby? And I was like, you're no longer my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I kind of like wanted, I, I just, she needed to be named. Right. And that, um, that kind of helped me too. But it's something that, Everyone goes through differently, and I just wanted the book to show you that it's okay how you're feeling. You're not alone, and a lot. And I put a lot of people messaged me, and I had asked them. I said, "Can I put this in my book?" And the more people I put in, so that people, other people who read it know, hey, these are all the people that I know, like that came to me that that had one. But there's so many more people out there. Oh yeah, it's very taboo. Like a lot of people. I don't understand why it's taboo because. It's almost like it feels like we still haven't gotten over the traditional idea that our main purpose as women is to birth babies. And when you don't, when, when something goes wrong with that process, you feel like, why can't I do the one thing I should be able to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, why? What is wrong with me? Yes, it's like, or like you said, I did something wrong. When it's just... it's Yeah, and I don't know what... I don't know. Um, you If um, you miscarry... I miscarried at home. If you miscarry in the hospital, they will test the baby to see what happened. I didn't have that happen. Um, but normally it's, um, chromo- normally it's because the chromosomes were out of, like, the baby would not survive out of the womb. So it's almost like God saying, like, hey, it's okay, we got it. We're, right. we're before they are in pain. Right. And, yeah, it, it's, it's really rarely ever something anybody could help. And it's, I think that's why nobody talks about it is because it's so, you know, it's like, there's nothing. I, I don't want to be judged it's, for something. Yeah. yeah. It's, no, that's why I wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> Help people understand that. And yes. I think that's something people really need to to be like, you're not alone in this. Um. So on a happier note, yeah. uh, what, uh, so what, what got you into uh, science fiction and paranormal? Um. um I don't know. I've always found like fun. Um, growing up in New Jersey, we were always like, "Oh, the Jersey Devil's gonna come get you!" <laughs> and so it's just always something. It's always been fun. And in books, you can make your, you can um, create your own stuff. Um, in science fiction, I mean, I grew up watching Star Trek like with my right. family, and, and um, you know, my dad took me to see Star Wars when I was little because I was born in '77. So. When I was like six or seven, we went to see Return of the Jedi together, and it's like a good memory, you know. So I've always liked um, science fiction. I've always liked paranormal stuff. I understand. Fun it's stories. fun when you can, you know. And it's like, um, I don't know, like it's like there's the, no my, my favorite books. <laughs> uh, but it's, 
I know a lot of people write things that are important, you know, like um, earth changing. And I'm like, I want to have fun. I want you to t tell a story about a character that you might think is fun and then want to read about their story. And oh, it's really an escape from, the yeah, mundane, you know, and the, yeah, you know, tragedies and stuff. It's I just have really so many like ideas. Like I have a um, my Google Docs. I have this file that's like story ideas, and it's like ten pages long. So oh, <laughs> I have a lot of like ideas of stuff I want to write about. So yes, I think as a writer, it's just nonstop. It's like your brain never stops. <laughs> I'm always like, Ooh, or I'll see something bland and be um, so the Shadow Chronicles. Um, you talked about your inspiration. Um, so is this a? Is it mainly focused in the vampire realm? Are there? No. Um, she's the only vampire. Okay. Okay. So that's why she's upside down because she's a vampire. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's, um, so she's um, the start. It's basically about a family that has um, that's been cursed. Okay. Um there was there are these realms and um there's a war like and i didn't if i ever write a prequel it would be about the war but i don't know because prequels are like i don't know i already know how the story ends right. um and um so there's different realms and a lot of the characters in this are like hot we're hiding out into our world from like there's um there's like a fairy realm the shadow realm the dream realm and um and Maeve um the lord of the shadow realm like he just he loved her for some reason and so he wanted her so um this vampire was like I'm going to turn her so that I can control her and then you know like when the shadow when the shadow the king of the shadow realm wants something and be like well i have mave let's and so that's how that she became a vampire and the um it, marius is the name of the um vampire lord he's in the last book is going to be about him coming um he um got some kind of undead army from the shadow lord and then let Maeve go with him with the shadow king and a lot of the book is about her family how the family um how her husband um thought she abandoned them and she turned into a monster and and what happens to her kids and you know how she protects them even though she's a vampire okay um so the Shadow King. Talk about him a little bit. How did he? Are we going to find out how he became yeah. Shadow King? Oh um, no, he just is. He's the, he's okay. he's the king of the Shadow Realms, and um, he um, so the shadows in the world are like portals for him. Like he can like watch you through a portal. He can like travel through shadows, and um, his goal was to make Maeve his Dark Queen. So as a vampire, she was already kind of dark, but she didn't start dark. She was a loving mother and, you know, she had a newborn baby. And, um, she became a vampire. She became darker. 
and the Shadow King, there's a little spoiler, the Shadow King um, uses her grandson. Yeah, her grandson. Um, he, like, um, he makes him do all these tasks so that he would become darker. Um, like, he was like, oh, uh, so, like, he died, but he didn't really die. The Shadow King was like, you're dead, so if you want to get back to your wife and your kids, you have to do all this stuff. And it was to make him really dark. And once you're really dark and you don't have any light in your life, like, you're not going to want to go back to your family. You're not going to want to have love in your life. And um, Maeve saw that, and she, in order to save her grandson, she pulled all the darkness out of him. And that, like, she sacrificed her life for him. And now, in the book I'm writing right now, we're seeing the aftermath of how she doesn't have light anymore. So in this <laughs> world, can you, can you get light back? Or once it's gone, it's gone? Um, love is light. So there's love is light. And, um, you know, uh, Matthew didn't. Um, he didn't have any light, but because she pulled the darkness out of him, the light he had was still in there. So it's like, um, light is like love. It's um, not just being a kind person or anything like that, but when you don't love anything, um, the choices you make are like self-centered or just like Maeve right now is um, not herself she does things that she wouldn't do normally okay yeah. so Matthew um, so he's Maeve's grandson yes okay so that's what that's what we'll be following him through is his, his book, yeah. doing these tasks and yes his book is about him doing the task and okay. how um, his grandmother like what his grandmother does to protect him um, so which books are out already and which ones are you still working on? Okay, so um, Maeve is out. Matthew is out. Justin is out. Justin is Matthew's son. Okay. And Morelli just came out. Um, Morelli is Matthew's wife. Okay. Um, and I'm working on Annabelle. Annabelle is Morelli's sister. Okay. Okay. So a creepy doll. No, no, and I. <laughs> so there's a lot of players involved, and Morelli and Annabelle's father is. Um, it's all about how darkness affects you. They so he is um, the fairy king. So remember, there's so many different realms, and um, the thing in the story is like how everybody is capable of having darkness and doing things that are dark but how do you move past doing something how do you forgive yourself and um how um how the families like like after Matthew was so dark how the how does um his family come back together okay. do they come back together like do you forgive somebody right. dark and how do you really trust that they're again yeah, and how um, how does um, because there was that great war? How does all these other um, paranormal groups 
how do they coexist together after having such a great war? They're not coexisting in right now um, because the war was in the past and they're not coexisting. So how do I get them to coexist and to, yeah. We've got werewolves. We have uh, witches, fairies. A little bit of everybody. Everything. Yeah, it's just fun to create more stuff. I think um, this book, maybe another book I created. I create, yeah, um, I created a um, a species in here, so oh, it's, fun. Okay. it's fun. Um, so now May, would we consider her the main character? Or is it more of an ensemble of all these this different? Is, an ensemble. So oh, the family, um, more the family. Family, yeah. Um. Because she is the grandmother, and then through her, all the other characters are related. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, that. So we're focusing <coughs> more on the fan. What is the? Uh, do they have a last name? What is? That? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> her last name is Marks. Marks. So the Marks family. Okay. Yeah. So now. Uh, do we know when to expect the next? Uh, the last two books? Um, so Annabelle, I'm halfway done writing. Um, and the last book is Maris, and that is the um, the vampire lord. And um, yeah, I can't say spoilers, but yeah. So that's <laughs> the, last the last book is um, about him and what he does when he comes back to town and how can somebody control the dream realm and does it become the nightmare realm? And yeah. So, can, where can we find these books? Right now, they're all on Amazon, the four that I have. And um, I know, like Barnes Noble's Books A Million, um, Walmart Online, the Kindle version is there. Um, and um, through Amazon, you can get paperback, hardcover, and Kindle. Awesome. Okay, now, last thing. Um, where can we find you on social media to find out more about all of your upcoming things. Oh, I try. I'm, like I said, marketing isn't like my <laughs> best skill, but I'm trying. So I have a Facebook page, um, author Nancy Ann. Um, I have a writer's group called author Nancy Ann. And it was like a Facebook group where I wanted to like talk about, post some like um, updates on writing and then maybe give some like little like hints to people who are just starting out in indie writing like what they can do if they have a question or to say hey here's a tip um you know stuff like that like what we were talking about before we started like right, i thought that right. <laughs> um i am on i have a wordpress um and it's just author nancy ann instagram twitter and it's just all author nancy ann Okay. I wanted it to just be Nancy Ann, but apparently a lot of people are named Nancy Ann. I didn't know it was a famous name. I thought it was just my, <laughs> you know, my mom's name was Mary Ann. So that's how I'm Nancy Ann. And I didn't know that there were so many Nancy Anns in the world. So that's why I had to put author in front of mine. <laughs> There's so many Katie's in this world. I couldn't even, yeah. I couldn't even, I, in school, I had a class with at least one or two other Katie's and I never really had many Nancy's. They were all older than me. Oh, there's so many Katie's, Caitlin's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> we, we're everywhere. <laughs> but 
All right. Well, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much.